You're a fine golfer. Well, I can I can carry a stick. You know? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 712, Wisconsin's Morning News. Nokia and Hyundai, they recently agreed to a $200 million settlement for owners who have had their cars stolen. And this has been debated, Eric, because people question, like, okay, the stealing of a car is still a human behavior, (laughs) right? And it's an illegal act. So how come you're suing the people that make the cars for the bad acts of others? What has been revealed in some of the filings in this case is that Kias and Hyundais in particular are are in fact easier to steal than other cars and the company's admitted to a degree that it's due to a flaw in their design. So that's how you ended up at this point. Regardless of that debate, the first attorney to file the class action against the manufacturers was Milwaukee lawyer James Barton. And WTMJ's Libby Collin asked him what motivated him to take on the case. In mid-June of 2021, there was a kid that steals one of these cars. And he gets in a high-speed chase with the cops. And he's going 90 miles an hour down Good Hope Road into oncoming traffic. And he smokes another car, killed himself, and injured the teenagers that were in the other vehicle, just head-on collision. And it's all on police dash cam footage. And I saw that, and it really kind of rattled me because my nanny lives out west, and she takes Good Hope Road in to our house every day because we're all the way on the east end of Good Hope Road. And oftentimes, if she's taking our kids somewhere, they'll be in the car and... I'm sitting there and I came home and I told my wife, like, you know, I showed her the video and we said, what if, what if that was us in the vehicle, right? Or our nanny with our children in the car and they get killed. I would say that it definitely was personal. That's attorney James Barton discussing what went into building a case against these two auto giants. He's Libby Collins guest on WTMJ conversations Sunday morning at 11 a.m. At 722 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Friday morning. One of the lasting images I'll take away from the week, Eric, was you had the NATO summit in Lithuania. President Biden was there, other world leaders from NATO. And, of course, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, and making his appeal for more support from NATO nations, making his appeal that Ukraine should be allowed to join NATO, which those world leaders fell short of doing. But the image that lasts with me is the pictures of all these guys together. And there's one, there's British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is there. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, French President Emmanuel Macron, Japanese Prime Minister Fumi Kishida, and then President Biden. All the aforementioned in their dark suits. Mm -hmm. Dressed to the nines. They're wearing their uniform, which is the dark suit, the light shirt. Expressive tie of some kind, yes, mm-hmm. right. Looking presidential, people of power, prime ministerial, or whatever yeah. have you. And then you got Zelensky in his uniform, which is almost literally a costume. He's in like his signature olive that he from which from which he never deviates. I noticed the brand or the brandine immediately yes. once the war began or once the invasion began, I should call it. I, he went to that branding. Yeah, and he is not he is not deterred. So note you never see him in a tie. I've never seen him in a suit. Why he's not? always in the like what? sort of not quite full military, but like a military style yeah. drab olive. 
There are other people in history outside of world leaders who've, who've worn a uniform. I mean, Steve Jobs comes to mind. Steve, Steve Jobs comes to mind. Black turtleneck, blue jeans. Okay, yeah, every right. single day. I would like that. I like. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, this sounds like it'd be right up your alley. So many people have said since you since you're on TV, isn't life easier now? You don't have to wear a suit. No, that was a uniform. Easy, dark suit, light shirt. Match my tie to Susan. I'm done. No decision. Even though it was super uncomfortable to put a suit on every day, you'd rather do that than no wear normal decisions. clothes. No decision. I don't have to pick an outfit. So maybe he's like you then. I do have a Zelensky uniform. You guys I, make fun of me. Spalding makes fun of me all yep, the time yep. in our newsroom because it's like I have this uh, olive sort of sweater hoodie that mm-hmm. I really like. It's super mm-hmm. comfortable. I think of I think of every time you walk in wearing it, I think it's a lens. Sometimes we'll match it with the olive pants. You so go sort of hair. monochromatic. Yeah. Right. And then you guys, oh, Zelensky. <laughs> Different variant of Zelensky. Well, that's the guy's deal. I, I also think of whether or not the world is tiring of President Zelensky's act. Resolute as the resolve may be to push back Russia from their incursion into Ukraine and to support Ukraine over Russia. I, you know, it, There were some rumblings that his act is getting tired. Here's uh, Jeremy Shapiro. He is director of research at the European Council on Foreign Relations and asked about the summit and Ukraine's continued requests for just more. Every time he sees Zelensky, it's more, 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 more. Keep sending it. Keep sending it. Here's here's what he said. He's adopted a guilt-based approach to diplomacy that he likens to that he likened Shapiro did to his Jewish grandmother, the former grandmaster of the technique, he said. You never write, you never call, you never send F-16s. <laughs> that's, that's how he summarizes Zelensky's approach to getting what he wants out of the West. Yeah, but his country is getting blown up. There is that. What would you have him do? And a year plus ago, it was all good. Yep, whatever they need, whatever they need, whatever they need. And we're a year plus in. Whether there's fatigue or not, I can accept that. But like, what? If he were my president, I'd want him to do the exact same thing. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want him to be trying to shore up as much guilting, obligating, whatever it might be, to get people to give him more funds and money and equipment? Here's the other thing, too. It's largely effective. Like, yeah, it continues right. to work for him. <laughs> He's very good at He's it. a master communicator, and he continues to sort of work these other world leaders. Remember before he went to the summit, President Biden had said, um, yeah, Ukraine is not ready to join NATO. And still, Ukraine is not going to join NATO. But the language that the president used shortly after, uh, outside of offering no timeline until after the war of Russia is settled, listen to the president shortly after meeting with Zelensky. Our commitment to Ukraine will not weaken. We will stand for liberty and freedom today, tomorrow, and for as long as it takes. So, like, it's working for Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's found a way to, you know, is, is Vladimir Zelensky running the Western world? Hmm. I just don't know what other option he has. Well, and we continue to debate, and I think it's a fair debate to say whether or not continuing the war, continuing and extending the conflict is in the best interest of the Ukrainian people as the death toll continues to rise. The WTMJ Classic coming back. That's already a week from Monday. And this is not one of these things where everybody is uh, open to play. It's a WTMJ event. But we do invite some of you, our listeners and our fans, to to come and be a part of it. You have a chance to win a foursome 
to play in our WTMJ Classic Golf Outing with Wisconsin's Afternoon News. So each day this week, they've been picking a qualifier, and today they'll choose the winner of the foursome. That's on Wisconsin's Afternoon News today. The WTMJ Classic benefits Best Buddies Wisconsin, and we want to thank our great partners who are involved in that. They're our hosts, the club at Lock LaBelle, with Three Tree Marketing, Sit Means Sit Dog Training, Johnson & Sons Paving, Fifth Third Bank, Evans Transportation, Dave Dre Camp Heating and Cooling, Griffin Automotive Group, Gruber Law Offices, Welkies, Milwaukee's Florist, Lazy Poor, and CBRE Wisconsin. Has it been determined whether you're participating in this event in some way? I was way? just wondering about that. I am participating, but I'm not, <laughs> I don't think I'm shooting golf, if you will. You'll be somewhere? No one has asked me to golf, so I guess that's a good thing for them. <laughs> You're a fine golfer. Well, I can I can carry a stick. Yeah. All right. Winner will be chosen today. We'll be giving away our WTMJ Classic Foursome on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Brewers 360 is up next with Rick Schlesinger. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive, and we're going to just kick it off. Right now, why wouldn't we? Who is president of business operations? Rick Schlesinger with us live this morning. Glad to be back for the all-star break here, Rick. I know it's not really a break for you. You keep doing what you do. But uh, is it a little bit more relaxing uh, around the ballpark? A little bit. Um, you know, I think it's a good break for everybody. And, and um, there's a little bit less activity for the few days that uh, the teams are off. But, uh, you know, I'll Breaks over. <laughs> we got three, four more regular season home games, and uh, hopefully some meaningful baseball in October. So a lot, a lot of work to be done. Boy, and here we go, because as to whether or not we'll be playing meaningful baseball in October, lots going to have to do with the next couple of weeks. Really great stretch here for the crew coming up, an opportunity to make some ground in the division. We start off on the road against the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, we've got the Reds, um, which is a big series. We've got the Phillies, and we come home. Uh, we've got the Braves. And the Reds again. So, um, yeah, these next next four series are good teams and important. So, um, you know, I'm excited about it. But uh, be some nerve wracking baseball for sure. Which is what we want. I mean, that Red yes. series, yes. that Red series, the, the weekend before the break was fantastic. We win the series, but some yeah. really great baseball was played. Yeah, really, really exciting games. That uh, you know, that Sunday one nothing game was sort of your classic, you know, old school baseball game. Two hours and four minutes. Great pitching duel. Uh, nervousness in the ninth, and, and Devin came on and just was fantastic. So, yeah, it's fun. It's it's uh, the, the guys are playing well, and they're they had a long stretch on the road, uh, played well, and, and uh, again the break was really good for us at a good time because our our relievers are pretty pretty toasted. But uh, full rest now, so um, should be should be great baseball coming up. When the team gets back to MFAM Field, what do you guys got cooking? Yeah, we've got uh, Friday the 21st when the first game back against the Braves. We've got an Eagle League tribute game. We've been doing this for about 17 years, and it's it's really a great tribute to some of the great players from the past. We actually have two uh, alumni from Negro Leagues who are going to be at the game, uh, Charlie Willis and Tommy Hayes, who played in the Negro Leagues, and they're going to be thrown on first pitches. Uh, we'll have a traveling exhibit. Um, obviously, during the game, the scoreboard will feature sort of uh, you know important facts from the Negro Leagues, and you know it's a great way to remember that there were some great baseball players, and you know we had the Milwaukee Bears here in 1923 as a Negro Leagues team, and, and just some great baseball history to be showcased. Hey, and then a week from tomorrow is that the is that the City Connect Beach Towel Day? 
Yeah, City Gets Beach Towel is actually 22nd of July. Um, so the first that's gonna be a big one. Get the beach towel. Yeah, that's anything City Connect seems to be really popular <laughs> right? um, for obvious reasons. And uh, yeah, so we're going to give it a beach towel. The good news is it's one size fits all. So, you know, it'll be easy to get through the gates to get everybody their beach towel. Um, when we do a giveaway of a jersey or a T-shirt, when we have different sizes, it takes a little bit longer. So um, fans have been great. But uh, this will, you know, our, our people who pass these things out are happy that it's one size. Rick, I know your business side of the operations, but back to baseball here quickly. How optimistic are you that uh, the baseball side of the operation go out, will go out and be able to acquire a player, maybe to make some sort of trade? I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be CC Sabathia type of deal, but but it could be. But I mean, it could fine. be. Why not? We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you know. I talked to Matt Arnold yesterday, and and there there were definitely you know looking looking to add. It's it's going to be an interesting market because there are so many teams looking to add and so few teams looking to sell so in that environment you know the cost of acquiring players will be extremely high either in dollars or you know giving up minor league talent or both so you know matt's got a way you know what are we gaining versus what are we having to give up it's if it's financial it's a that's easier frankly but our farm system's so deep that i think you know some of these teams are going to look at us and say well I want, you know, maybe higher prospects from the Brewers than I would accept from another team just because we're stocked. And, you know, we got to be careful because we, we want to win now, but we also don't want to give up everything for, for maybe what is a two-month rental. Um, I'm glad I'm doing the business operations because um, <laughs> my job is right. easier. Um, Matt's, Matt's got a tougher job, but I know he's been actively talking to teams uh, right now. And, um, you know, I, he always says, you know, if, if there's a deal to be had, you don't have to wait until the last minute, you know, pull the trigger when you can. Um, but I think this is a very interesting industry market just because there's so few sellers and so many buyers. Brewers start the second half on the road against the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Thanks, Rick. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. Idea Man. Bob Kraft, who owns the New England Patriots, had an entourage. Innovator. Their security was basically saying, we own the Escalade. And I'm thinking to myself, why do you own the Escalade? And Packers Hall of Famer. We got bulldogged by Bob Kraft security, and I kept wondering, <laughs> because Bob Kraft wants to get a pretzel down at the local <laughs> right? store, doesn't mean I should have to get the hell out of the way. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Townsher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. I was thinking of you this morning, Townsher, because I know you're, you're a Seinfeld guy, and we had a couple of stories about President of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, who's been in the news for last year and a half or so. I was thinking back to that episode when Kramer and Newman were playing, what was it, Risk or Stratego on the subway? Risk. It was uh, Risk. 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 And, yeah. and right, and Kramer's... <laughs> Newman is trying to the boast. The Ukraine is weak. Yes, here it is. I still have armies in the Ukraine. Yeah. The Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. The Ukraine is weak. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I, so the I was just talking. We're doing our show prep uh, for this morning, and Jesse Nelson, our producer, I, first off, I didn't realize people do season and series finales. What is today? July fourteenth. You know, the old days it was always May, like right before Memorial Day. Yeah. And we were discussing series finales, 
And the fact that everybody hates Seinfeld's series finale. I don't know. Do you guys both hate? Did you guys think Seinfeld season series finale wasn't very good? I did initially, and then I changed my mind, Tausch. And I can give okay. you analysis on that oh, if you're interested. That, but I, initially, I did not I like it. I didn't like it either, but I, I, I watched it years later, and I'm like, okay, you know yeah. what? Not that bad. Yeah. I, so my point to Jesse was, it. so it's one thing if you have, like, friends, where there's things you can kind of tidy up. Uh, you can get Rachel back with Ross. You know, there's, you know, New Hearthead, one of the all-time great ones, according to, you know, TV Guide or whatever it is. But when it comes to Seinfeld, I'm not sure what they're going to do to tidy that up. And the more I think people, like a lot of things in life, when you kind of look back at it, you can reanalyze it and say, you know what, that wasn't as bad. To be able to get the entire ensemble to come back in on a new law that was passed that completely would fit what those four people did over the course of an eight-season uh, eight deal I think we all need to relook at that and say, were we wrong to be so harsh on how bad that finale was? Uh, we're in concert on this. How great was it to see the Soup Nazi, to see Jackie mm-hmm. Childs, to see the, the heir Jerry to the old Henry Fortune, Sue, Sue Ellen yep. Mischke, all of these people like back exactly right, Tausch. It did what you wanted it to do. We saw all these folks again. What was jarring for me, and I think the problem for a lot of Seinfeld fans was the whole thing was this is a show about nothing. And in the last several weeks of the show, as they had to, they had to make it a show about something. It had to go for the first time ever. It had to go somewhere. And I think that was a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always that because it was so unique in the fact that it wasn't, uh, you know, there wasn't like a bunch of different storylines. I'm glad they didn't. I thought for sure they were going to get Jerry and Elaine to get together. Um, and the fact that they didn't do that, I think, was genius. And then to bring all those folks back in and to have all of that selfishness that those four characters <laughs> had the entire time continue to rein in until right at the end when they were talking about serial in prison and Jerry doing a uh, stand-up set when they were in jail. Uh, I, I, th- I think we need to, I-, I know I do, because everybody crushed it at the time. I wasn't super excited, and then when you see it again, as it's on, I don't know, whatever channel, Comedy Central, uh, you watch it again, and I think we need to revisit whether we were way too hard on this group. Hey, Tosh, when you go into your show, I got a dark horse for you if you're going to pitch other ones. The Wonder Years. Okay. The Wonder Years, one of the best series finales ever. The Wonder Years. So I love Cheers. Oh, I that's thought a good one. Cheers that's with good him one. walking off the bar. I think Cheers is good, but I'll put Wonder Years down uh, as well. Already on our Twitter feed, just before I jump down with you guys, How I Met Your Mother is getting crushed. Oh. It's the worst one of all time. <laughs> which I have some thoughts on that one too, but that might be for a different day. Well, have a great well, Eric, weekend. I don't know, what are you doing from What are you doing from nine to twelve? We uh... <laughs> give the phone number. <laughs> Eric's going to call. Yeah, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I don't know how I remembered that, but that is our well call. Done. <laughs> Mark Tauscher with us at 10 to 8 every morning. Milwaukee Business Journal is up next. The headlines from Teddy Nichol.